Hey, welcome back to the City Boy Rock Podcast. You are listening to episode 41. I'm one of your hosts, Vincent Trim. And I'm your other host, Straight to Car. And as usual, we're going to be breaking down week nine in the NFL, all the games, everything. And then we'll give you guys our usual uh, performance of the week. Um, should be a good show. It was a great week in the NFL this week. Yes, sir. Next week, um, NBA stuff. So looking forward to that. The draft is coming up. So this is probably the last all NFL show. But don't worry, man. We'll still be talking about NFL for the next however until the Super Bowl. Um, thank you all for tuning in. I'll see you all soon. Thank you, guys. Peace. What is going on, Shrey? How are you doing today? I'm doing good, bro. How about you? I'm doing okay. I'm doing okay. Not mad at all. Uh, my Cowboys did lose, but it's okay. We're sell- we'll settle for that lower draft pick. Um, at this point, 2-14 and 14 is the wave, especially the way that the rest of the NFC East is playing. I'm not really scared of anybody uh, winning the Super Bowl from the NFC East. So, But, yeah, let's jump right into it. Anybody in Tampa Bay or anybody that's a Tom Brady fan, they are pretty quiet this morning because the Buccaneers got stomped last night by the New Orleans Saints. They got swept by the Saints. The Saints are now the, the number one seed in the NFC, surprisingly. Like, nobody's been really talking about them. But, yeah, they are the number one seed. Um, they blew them out 38-3. to three. It wasn't even a contest. The Buccaneers were shut out until, I think, like six minutes left in the fourth yeah. quarter. They went for a 48-yard field goal. Just yeah. Out. Uh, Drew Brees. Didn't I mean it wasn't like anything crazy? He had 222 yards, four touchdowns. The thing about the Buccaneers was that offense is just horrid. Um, five total rushes the entire game. The entire game, they ran the ball five times for eight yards. Um, one of them was a kneel down, so it was four rushes. Leonard Fournette barely in the game, they were forcing the ball downfield a lot. Brady ended up throwing three picks. Uh, this was Antonio Brown's big debut. Very lackluster, three catches, 30, 31 yards. Um, Gronk, who was playing great for the past three weeks, looked non-existent. Like, I don't think I saw him in the field at all. Brady did have a shot, a long shot, but he totally missed that. And, yeah, um, so I'm asking Ray right now, what, run, what, what went wrong for these Buccaneers? Oh, Bruce Arians and his arrogance. Um, I don't know what that game plan was. Um, I don't think they had one. I don't think they had one coming into here, bro. Like, they just thought they could walk in there with all these weapons. Uh, Leonard Fournette, Antonio Brown, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin. The list goes on and on. They thought they could just run up into Tampa yesterday, blow the Saints out with all the weapons they had, and that was not the case. Um, Four rushes, basically. uh, The lowest in NFL history ever in a game. How's that? I just just don't understand how you have two – very good and proven running backs, and you don't use them at all. Exactly. It's like the whole dimension that you just – Tom Brady is not a type of quarterback to get you 400 yards, and, like, he can do it, but it's not like – it's just, like, it's asking a lot. Asking to do that, like, it's just not – like, he's a 43-year-old. Like, no matter how great he is, you can't expect him to throw it 38 times and just rush five times and expect to win a game. Um, it's not like they were stifling the run – uh, it was pretty early in the game when the Saints went up 14-0. You still could have tried to establish the run. It's not like – like Rojo had – one of them got called back on a holding. Um, and Fournette had one carry for zero yards. So, I mean, the Bucks, I guess they're not as good as we thought they were. Um, they have some holes on that defense. We thought that defense was the best in the NFL. They do have some holes. That secondary is com- coming back to haunt them. They're just too young. 
Jamel Dean has gotten beat a few times. Quarterbacks are now targeting him. Um, Carlton Davis has been holding his own, but there's still a lot of lapses in coverage. That touchdown to Traycon Smith, Dean just bit on the screen, and he was wide open in the corner of the end zone. Inexcusable. Um, I don't know. Uh, the Saints got to give them credit. I mean, Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill had the game of his life. <laughs> I know. Hill, I mean, was cooking. It feels like he's so hard to bring down. He's 230 uh, completed two passes for 48 yards. Um, this would have been even worse if Jared Cook didn't drop a touchdown, basically, and fumble the ball in the red zone. This could have been a lot worse. Um, the Bucks have some regrouping to do for sure. Uh, for me, I think the Saints, coming into this game, I think the Saints had a chip on their shoulder for sure. And I know the coach, if you want a coach that can motivate you, Sean Payton is the guy. Um, he definitely had this team fired up and ready to go. He definitely said something to that secondary before the game. Because they were locking them up. I'm pretty sure they came to this game hearing all that talk about how the, the Bucks are the greatest offense the, the league has ever seen. And they just shut it down. As simple as that. Um, Malcolm yeah. Jenkins played great. There's just uh, Marshawn we Lattimore. Good game. It, it was just yeah. like all them, bro. That secondary definitely they had they had some motivation behind it because they wake up only the Bucks this year. Yeah, <laughs> they literally. This is the only the only two games they've dominated really is against the uh, is against the Buccaneers. Which is crazy. Um, Saints on offense. I mean, it's the same thing as usual. Michael Thomas was back. It wasn't like nobody had over 100 yards receiving. They were spreading the love around. Um, mm. It was just like, I mean, that Bucks. It, the Bucks offense really lost in the game. Bruce Arians calling all those passes. Like, if you want to dominate the game, the game, if you want to dominate the game, bro, you run the ball. You have two good running backs. Just run them up the gut. You're gonna get five, six yards. Brady is not guaranteeing you a freaking like you're not don't expect anything crazy out of Brady, bro. He needs to like you're drawing plays for him to go down the field all the time. He can't do that. He's 43 years old. His arm is not the same as it used to be. Um, they're taking a lot of deep shots, like way too many. Yeah, I just don't, like it just was like what you like you're playing backyard football like this. That's not gonna work. Exactly, uh-huh. and I think Antonio Brown, like I think one, like the first quarter, I think Brady just threw it up for AB. It was underthrown. Could have been picked. Could have been Brady's fourth. Uh, mm-hmm. Would have put Brady at four interceptions. But it was just like they didn't have a real, like you said, there was no real game plan. Um, you know, the Saints, their strong, their strength on defense is that secondary. So stop throwing it against them, man. You just gotta run against them. Yeah, they have they have a lot of depth in that secondary too. Um, DJ Swearinger is like their third safety. Like they have some guys when they wake up. Yeah. Uh, because those are like the types, those are the type of players, like the players they have, Lattimore, Jenkins, they wake up for big, big games, big opponents. So, exactly. I mean, I don't know. Uh, I, this is looking really, really bad for the Bucks. I don't want to put it, I don't want to put this loss all on Brady. I will put half of it on Brady and half of it on Bruce Arians. I just think Bruce Arians' game, like he has to, he has to have the team ready to play, bro. I want to see the same Buccaneers team that went against the Packers. I want to see that type of motivated team because I feel like the past two weeks against the Giants and against the Saints, I mean, the Giants game, I feel like they were looking ahead to the Saints, but obviously they weren't because, like, what, what is this performance that we get out of, after the Giants game? It makes no sense. Maybe the Bucs just aren't as good as everybody thinks they are. Um, I guess you could say they're very top-heavy, but they don't because they have, they have, like, so much depth everywhere. So I don't, under, I don't understand, man. There's, the, the talent is there. It's got to be the coaching, you know? Like, if you see all this talent on there – it's either quarterback or the coach. We don't know yet. 
we'll find out. But yeah. not a good look for the Buccaneers. Um, they they gotta blow out the Panthers next week. Yeah, before or else everybody's because no Christian McCaffrey next week. I'm assuming. Yeah, uh, yeah. So yeah. I, this this team needs to bounce back. It needs a big bounce back win. Um, because listen, New Orleans, if they get the number one seed, I don't think Tampa Bay is. I don't think Brady's. If Brady has to go to Lambeau or something, it's it's over for Tampa Bay, man. I don't think Brady's gonna be doing very much in uh, Lambeau Field, man. If he has to go up to Green yeah. Bay or something. Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't know, man. Um, not the not not the best uh, not the best week for Tampa Bay fans. I'll say that. It's yeah, not, that it's was, not looking good. That was embarrassing. Like you. If you, it's one thing if you keep it close. It's one thing if you keep it close in a shootout or a slugfest. But no, the way they lost, that's gonna haunt them. It, yeah, it really will. Because like, I'm not gonna be able to unsee this loss. For yeah. the rest of the year. No matter who they, I don't care who they play after this. They got KC up coming up, so they gotta win against KC. Oh my god, this is not looking good. Bro. They got they KC are, in week twelve. Yeah, so it's gonna be. Uh, I feel like the the chance of winning the division is uh it's getting slim. It is getting yeah. slim. They got a few. They got a few tough games coming up. Uh, the Rams are coming up, coming to town, and then they got the Chiefs. But other than that, I mean, it's gonna be a. It's gonna be tough because that difference between that one seed and the whatever the six seed. It's gonna be a. Uh, yeah, it's gonna be. It's gonna be rough. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So we're gonna move on from that. Let's talk about Thursday night. The man Aaron Rodgers. Uh, I call him front running God, bro. He was. He was cooking. He was cooking the 49ers. Uh, the depleted 49ers. Take away, take what you want to take what you want from that game. It was a virtuoso from Aaron Rodgers. A lot of, according to a lot of people. He had uh, I think it was what three touchdowns, no picks. Just a very good Aaron Rodgers type of game. Four touchdowns. No, the usual. The usual, yeah. Um 49ers, I mean, I don't expect much from them. I think their season's pretty much over. It's, I've never seen a team so depleted. In like this amount of weeks, I mean, yeah, it's like it's like we're a practice squad team, man. It's it's sad, but that's how it is, man. But yeah, I, I'll, I'll give Aaron Rodgers credit for that one, though. Yeah, I mean, you know, that's been a house of horrors for him. Um, you play who you play; they really couldn't do anything about it. Um, Devonte Adams too, gotta give yeah. credit to man. Yeah, Devonte Adams was nasty. Uh, Valdez Scantling made up for that drop early in the game. Two touchdowns. Um, they were looking good. Um, but like there's there's not much I can take away from that game. Yeah, their defense played well, but who are they going against? On, <laughs> um, I gotta see it. Um, against I gotta see how they play against Tennessee, the Colts. Is that um, coming up next week? They got Tennessee next week. Nah, they have Jacksonville next week. Oh the week my after God. that is oh Indy, and then the week after that, I believe is oh the week after that is Chicago in Green Bay on Sunday night. Oh, okay. So they have some. Tests coming up against more physical teams, which they have struggled against. We'll see how they do. Um, but I don't take much away from this game besides that. Obviously, Aaron Rodgers is great. And he is probably second or third in the MVP race again. I would agree with that. Um, next game we'll talk about, not, not going to spend too much time on this, the Houston Texans uh, coming to Jacksonville to face the Jaguars. They pull out the win. Jay, uh, what is it? Um, Deshaun Watson, two touchdowns, 281 yards. He was the best player in the field by far. 10 carries, 50 yards. Um, Jags had a had a new quarterback in. What's his name? Jake. Jake Ludden. He was kind of good. He had that one first play from scrimmage. I think it was an 80 yard touchdown or something like that. But yeah, uh, chart. yeah a few bad for the Jags. They're probably gonna go one and 15. I think the it's gonna the tank for Trevor Bowl is gonna be come down to the Jets, the Jags, and the Cowboys. Those three teams are gonna be in the running. 
Houston, um, their pick is going to Miami either way. So uh, I feel like since they have this new coach, Romeo Cornell, I think I feel like they're he's going to motivate the players to win a couple more games. Mm -hmm. And the Texans are going to be out of that top five range, I think. Yeah, um, they have some winnable games coming up. The Browns, Lions, Bengals. I mean, I could see them beating the Bears, honestly, the way. (laughs) I could see it too, man. Yeah, so uh, they definitely have some winnable games. I don't think Miami is going to get a top five pick. They might get top seven, top eight. But I definitely see some wins on Houston's schedule just because of Deshaun Watson and only Deshaun Watson. Will Fuller's a nice Will Fuller's a nice yeah. wide receiver. Um, um when he's, he's healthy. Yeah, when he is healthy, which he barely is. But um, yeah, he's been next, next game we gotta talk about is the New York football giants coming into Washington to take on the football team. Uh listen, Danny Dimes, no turnovers for the first time. I don't remember the last time he had a game without turnovers. Um he played very solid. Giants jumped out to an early lead. Washington made a little store, uh, comeback. Uh, Alex Smith came into the game because Kyle Allen was hurt. I think it was a dislocated ankle or something like that. So, yeah, Alex Smith came in the game. He was – I mean, he was throwing dimes at one point. Uh, <laughs> there was one interception where it wasn't his fault. I think McKissick fell or something, right? Was it McKissick? Yeah, or yeah McKissick fell. McKissick fell. Giants picked it off. So, Alex Smith ends up throwing three picks. Two horrible <laughs> interceptions at the end. Yeah, two horrible interceptions at the end. Um, Washington has not beat the Giants in five straight games. It's like the, the kryptonite of the Washington football team is the New York Giants, which is just, wow, NFC is the most NFC East thing I've ever heard in my life. Um, Terry had a great game, Captain Terry, seven receptions, 115 yards. He played very well. But the Giants, the thing I'll say about this is I think if Danny Dimes doesn't turn over the ball, they will win some games. They will win way more games if he just doesn't turn over yeah. the ball. Simple as that. There was a sack that he – I think there was one play where he got sacked and surprisingly held onto the ball. And yeah. Pretty sure that, that, that pretty much that pretty much saved the game. Yeah. That pretty much saved the game, man. So, yeah, got to give the Giants credit for that. Yeah. Um, it's, oh, my God. You're not cool. <laughs> hey, let me tell you what Shrey said before this, bro. He said, look at our next four games. Uh, it's going to be cake. It's going to be cake. Okay, but I think uh, the Giants will be the toughest one because the Giants – Oh, my God have been improving every week. Uh, they definitely have the brightest future in the league. Um, Danny Dimes is the future of the Giants. I don't care what anyone says. The flashes that you see from him, like you can I, – I still believe he can make up or he can fix the mistakes he makes because – It's just – it's literally just holding on to the ball when you get sacked. Yeah. I feel like that's such an easy, like, thing to fix. Like, there's no quarterback that literally – because every time he gets sacked, it's like the ball just falls out of his hands. I don't mm-hmm. understand what happens, but – I feel like that's an easy fix. And if he doesn't turn over the ball, the Giants will have at least three or four wins, yeah. bro. Three or four wins, man. It's so weird. Like, without Saquon, they're a better running team. It's true. Wayne Goldman yeah, has been balling. Wayne Goldman has been balling. Yeah, four straight games with over 100 yards. Alfred Morris was cooking yesterday. Uh, but, yeah, Washington, bro, oh, my gosh. You can't win. Five turnovers, you cannot win that game. There's 5-0. Like, you got – the turnover margin is way too much. You cannot win a game like that. Um, I was – like, Alex Smith, I was really happy for him. Uh, he played really well besides the two picks. Um, the two picks he had at the end of the game, which were just – I like, I don't know what was- – I think I think he was scared. I, I just think he was scared. That's why yeah. he, he probably flashbacks, you know, PTSD, tough to Yeah, I mean, he's – like, I feel like I'm, I'm a lot more – like, I, I feel like every time Haskins or Kyle Allen is in the game, I'm on, like, the verge of having a heart attack every time they throw the ball. But 
Alex Smith at least gives you a comfort level. We've seen how he's played throughout his career. Um, he played well. Like, our offense has never put up that many yards. Like, and we were – it's not like those were garbage yards. Um, we had to make up for all those turnovers, um, and we did have a chance to win at the end of the game. Unfortunately, turnovers killed us. Um, the def- turnovers, turnovers really did cost yeah, the game. I can't even blame the defense because the first half – they were on the field so much. Like, they, we, we would stop them and then fumble right in the red zone. Uh, can't really blame them for that. They weren't that bad. Um, the Giants got most of their yards in the first half. We locked up in the second half. It's just unfortunate. The turnovers were um, the story of the game yesterday. Um, and I think if we don't win the next three, um, yeah, it's not. Or one, if we lose one of the next three, it's over. It's E fly, Eagles fly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, I'm, the Eagles had a bye week last uh, this week. They pretty much won. They they definitely won this week. Yeah. Uh, everything that everything that they needed to happen happened. Um, everything that went, everything that they needed to go in their favor, it literally happened. So they're basically a whole, I think, a game and a half ahead of anybody. Because yeah. the Giants are what two and seven. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they're, they're night next week. Giants. Yeah, if the Giants do win next week, like I'm saying, man. They have a chance. They do have a chance, bro. Three and seven. Sheesh. Three and seven have a chance to win the division. Yeah, three and seven. The Eagles will be three, five, and one with a few tough games coming up. So, NFC East is going to be a slugfest. I'm not even going to lie, though. The Giants have been looking like the most competent team out of all the teams that are playing. Like, yeah. They haven't. They don't lose games that badly, especially on the defensive end. They're they're definitely more solid than everybody gives them credit for. Yeah, Jabril Peppers, man. Oh my, he's good. That dude's good. everywhere. He is. I know everywhere. he's he's an athlete. He's a freak of nature, man. He's everywhere. Um, next game we're gonna talk about is the Ravens taking on the Colts in Indianapolis. Uh, I gotta give Lamar credit this game. Finally, for I think a long the first time I've ever seen Lamar actually come from behind and win a game. They were down at halftime, I believe. Uh, it was like ten seven at half. Indy was up. Indy had control of the ball, but that defense, I don't know what Jim Harbaugh said at halftime to the defense, but they locked up. Uh, the Colts had one yard in the entire third quarter. And the Ravens, I mean, offensively, they are having their struggles once again. Lamar has not been able to get over 200 yards um, passing. He did have 58 yards rushing yesterday, and they finally just run the ball, man. They had so many so many good running backs. Uh, the running wasn't that effective, but it kept the uh, Colts off the field. And the defense, that that Ravens defense is gonna be the reason why the Ravens, if the Ravens make it far in these in this postseason, it's that's the the reason. It's gonna be the defense, not that offense. Um, it's gonna be that defense because I mean they whenever they're trying, it's a wrap. It's like you're not gonna you're not gonna score on them. They have so many players. Yeah. Um I don't even think if they didn't have Calais Campbell for most of that game. In Gakwe, he's not on the stat sheet. I'm not sure if he was playing much. But, yeah, that defense won them the game yesterday. Uh, Lamar did what he needed to do, didn't turn over the ball. Um, the Colts, I just don't know. They're, they're a different team every week. Um, but the Ravens, that's, this is why I haven't, like, brought them down too much in my rankings. They're still a good team. Um, this is, I think this win right here was their, their most impressive win. Yeah. Out of all the wins they've had, this was by far their For most impressive sure. win. In, in Indianapolis, just locked them up, absolutely locked them up in the second half. Um, and played ball control football like they're, that's their bread and butter. So um, if they keep playing like this, controlling the clock, Lamar can just uh, not turn over the ball. I think they'll be fine. Um, 
there, he's gonna have to throw throw for over two hundred yards eventually for them. Yeah, to if you want against the Chiefs, if you're going against the Chiefs, you gotta you're gonna have to step up. Exactly, yeah. they're either gonna have to get out to a lead or they're gonna have to go match them point for point. Oh yeah, but I don't think they will. I think listen, the Ravens they they have a ceiling. There is definitely a ceiling there, um, but it's a very high ceiling. This team this team's ceiling can get them to the Super Bowl. I just feel like I just feel like this. Um, they they just they have they're very one dimensional, but I mean it's just hard to stop them. The Chiefs, I feel like I just know how to play them, bro. That's what I, that's what concerns me about the Ravens. They just have there's a way to beat them, and a lot of no teams know how to do that. Mm-hmm. So we'll see what happens. Uh, next game we got the the Lions going to Minnesota against um, Dalvin Cook and the Vikings. Dalvin Cook, oh my, he's making a case for MVP this year. Another two hundred yard scrimmage day. I mean this guy is he's an unbelievable, bro. Mm-hmm. Kirk Cousins also had three touchdowns, but I'm pretty sure um, those were because the defense was so focused on Dalvin Cook. I mean, this guy is something else, bro. When he gets in, when he hits the hole, he is flying, bro. I don't, I have never seen anything like it. He's kind of reminds me of like, um, I don't know. He gives there's a lot guy, of like he once he hits the hole, he's he's gone. Yeah, he, he's a quick guy. Um, that he's I don't like. It's, it's just I don't so even crazy. Know how to, who to compare him to? Like he's I've never seen anything like it before. Um he can homer on hit, he can just be a workhorse, he can catch the ball, he can do everything. Probably like he went he flew under the radar at the beginning of the year because uh Minnesota was just so bad, but he Dude, reason if they if they have a chance, they're three and five. If they sneak in the playoffs, I think they it's because Chicago's falling off really hard right now, and mm-hmm. they have a chance, bro. And listen, uh Kirk Cousins, the best tosser of the football. The little HP toss, man. Kirk Cousins, best in the league at that. Best in the league. This man, this man, Dalvin Cook doesn't even run up the gut, bro. He takes on the, the outside zones and the the Vikings uh, offense line is athletic enough to get to get out yeah, there, bro. It's a, it's the classic Gary Kubiak system offensively. Some zone runs are just yeah. killer, bro. I, they're gonna shred every. I mean, Dalvin Cook. I think he's leading the league. I mean, he has to lead the league in rushing now because Derrick Henry wasn't having the greatest game. But I don't know. Um, yeah, Dalvin Cook is balling. If if the Vikings do manage to sneak into the playoffs, it's going to be on Dalvin Cook's back. Uh, so we'll see what happens. We will see what happens with the Vikings. Very interesting. Very interesting two weeks for them, man. Yep. And um, perfect, that guy I mean, is dirty. Perfect. Yeah, Kenny is, Kenny is now on the show. Steelers. Kenny is now on the show. He was just in <laughs> class or meeting or something. So, yeah. Kenny also had Dalvin Cook last year in the uh, in fantasy. So he knows exactly Thank how dirty you. he was. That's uh Man. Uh, speaking of dirty running backs, we got to talk about our next game: Chicago and Tennessee. Listen, the Titans were outgained. Uh, Tannehill only threw twenty-one times, one hundred fifty-eight yards, two touchdowns. Derrick Henry had twenty-one carries for sixty-eight yards, and they still managed to just dominate the Bears. The Bears only came back because of garbage time. I mean, if you look at the Nick Foles stats, it's like <laughs> two it's, Yes, it, I mean, look at it. Looks like oh, he probably bought out. No, he didn't. It was like twenty-four-seven, I think, at one point. Yeah, it was seventeen-zero, like. Yeah, it was this Bears scored all the points in the fourth quarter, pretty much in garbage time. Listen, bro, Nick Foles, he's he only plays well against Tom Brady. He only, I mean, if you look at the stats, he played well, but it it is just like that's don't tell the story. It's just yeah, stats don't tell the story with the Bears, man. It's very they when I watch their offense, I just want to turn. To, I'll watch anything other than the Bears offense. It's the most boring, one dimensional. Nothing's happening. Is I would I would it's like I want me I just want to get like close my eyes when I see the Bears on the, the Bears offense on the field. It's just awful, bro. Yeah. But yeah, enough of the Bears, man. 
Yeah, when Nick Foles is not on, like, it's just brutal. Um, like, it's just a bunch of overthrows, underthrows. Can't move in the pocket. Um, can't even run. They can't. David Montgomery has been stuffed. Like, exactly. <laughs> this is bad. Um, yeah. And they don't have a second running back. I don't understand on. why they rely on Cordell Patterson. Go ahead, Kenny. Hello? They're about to give up uh, play calling duties away. Hello? Yeah, yeah. I get your – go. go ahead. Yeah, they're about to give up uh, – take away Matt Nagy's play calling duties. Wow. They're looking at that. I feel week. like Matt Nagy's not the problem, bro. It's definitely – it's just Nick Foles, man. This guy is so bad. And I don't know, man. The personnel – like, I, I don't understand how you don't have a second running back. Like, you're relying on Cordell Patterson as your two. I thought – I thought the Bears would be something else. Um, I thought that defense would get some help, but obviously that is not the case. They have lost three straight. Um, it's it's not looking good for the for the Bears, man. Ruining I honestly thought defense absolutely ruining this defense. Yeah, if I if I'm on the defense, I'm I'm so mad right now. I am so mad right now. Um, I mean, you literally they held they held the Titans very well and like on the defensive end. Yeah, it was. Um, if you hold Derek, if you hold Derek Henry to sixty-eight yards, you should win that. Yeah, yeah. I was, I'm not even gonna lie. I'm not even gonna lie. I was not watching that game, so I don't know. I don't even know what happened, bro. But yeah, I, I saw the Titans were up the entire game, though. So that's all I know. Yeah. Um, next game we're gonna talk about is the Chiefs and the Panthers. Patrick Mahomes gets the milestone, hundred touchdowns, the youngest quarterback to ever do it. Um, absolutely balled out. Teddy Bridgewater is having a really good year too. Uh, Christian McCaffrey's first game back, absolutely cooked. This guy is like every time he touches the ball, something electric happens. But thing about I want to ask you guys about Patrick Mahomes: Is he already better than Aaron Rodgers? Like I was asking, like, is he already better? Already better all time, man. Youngest quarterback to reach 100, uh, 100 touchdowns, and I think he has what nineteen interceptions while he did that. So I'm I'm, I'm just say yes, bro. That guy, that guy is he's something else, bro. What? What? Besides, besides the stats. That come from playing extended amount of years in NFL. What does Aaron Rodgers have over Mahomes? Absolutely like, nothing. Right, There's literally nothing, bro. There's nothing. Mahomes did what Rodgers did, and how, how long have you played? I mean, it's been like what? Rodgers three three years. in his third year of starting, bro. Mahomes won his second year. What's your point, bro? Like, we need a sustained amount of success for Patrick Mahomes to say he is definitively better than Aaron Rodgers all time. It is three straight years where three straight years where he is undisputedly the best quarterback in the league. Three straight years. I don't think Rodgers has that case, man. Well he did go up against Payne Manning and Tom Brady in those two in a couple in those years. So but the thing about Mahomes, bro, like come on now. Let's go with let's let's go with arm. I'm giving that edge to Mahomes. Like mm-hmm. I'm talking about prime Aaron Rodgers, not right now. Arm, I'm giving that to Mahomes. Who are you giving it to, Shrey? I'll give it to for arm strength. Yes, yeah, arm strength. Mahomes. Okay, for, next thing for just accuracy. I, I, I. That's hard to dispute. I, I say it's pretty even. Arm strength, I'll give you Mahomes, but accuracy, I'd say it's pretty even. All right, next thing, mobility. See, I would say it's a tie because I've I've seen Prime Aaron Rodgers. He was pretty dirty, man. Listen, yeah. listen, this guy can this guy can scramble. He can yeah, scramble. Yeah, and throwing him. on the run like him and Mahomes. That's that they they were compared to each other because of that ability. So I will give that a tie. I will give that a tie. I, I would, but I think Mahomes is a little bit quicker. So I'm gonna give it to Mahomes. 
Aaron Rodgers can move, bro. <laughs> when Aaron Rodgers is moving, I know, I know, I know, I know, he, I know he can. I'm not saying he can't, but I think Mahomes is still faster speed wise. Yeah, all right, and then um, leadership. I'm 1,000 units. Okay. No, no question, bro. There's not even a debate about that. I'll give you that. And the last thing is clutchness. Listen, I saw Mahomes come back in the Super Bowl, 24 and 10, 20 to 10, with five minutes left. That's clutch. Um, Aaron Rodgers, he does it against the Cowboys, but the you Cowboys are different story. That Steelers defense in the Super Bowl. I have seen, <laughs> I have seen Aaron Rodgers blow. The lead against Seattle, that wasn't his fault, but I don't care. He still blew that game. He should have won that game. Against the Seahawks in front, 2014. Um, front runner. He is a great front runner. This man, Aaron Rodgers, when he's ahead, the greatest quarterback of all time, bro. I'll give you that. But when he's behind, he's not the same quarterback. It's simple as that, bro. Mahomes, when he's behind, he gets even better. He's better when he's behind. Uh, we saw what they did against, uh, what is it, Houston? 24-0 in the divisional round. Comes back and wins that game. Do you, they, were down uh, against, they were down against Tennessee. Come back and wins that game. I haven't seen Aaron Rodgers do that. I'm I'm not gonna lie, bro. I haven't seen Aaron Rodgers come down to 24-0, man. All right. I mean, clutch. You remember? I know you remember this, uh, Vincent. Um, when Aaron Rodgers rolled out to his left and threw a dime on the sideline to Jared Cook, you put them in field range to beat. The Cowboys. What did I? What did I say? It's against the Cowboys, bro. Listen, the Cowboys are the most cursed team in the league, but it always happens to us. It's always Aaron Rodgers. He he. He loves he loves playing against the Cowboys. I'll give him that. Aaron Rodgers is clutch, but he's not Mahomes. He's not Mahomes. I'll give you that, bro. Mahomes came down from twenty four zero in the divisional round, man. That's like that's. I'm not gonna see that ever more. He, Mahomes, he ended up dropping fifty one. Is, Mahomes is the only quarterback in the league that I think a year down, I put you in the game, we'd have a chance this game, even if the fourth quarter we're down twenty four. I that's how good he is, bro. And that offense, obviously. The offer, I mean, yeah, their offense is stacked, but like, still, they need you need a quarterback that's talented to, to work that. All offense. I'm gonna say is Mahomes win a ring. If Mahomes wins a ring this year, there's you, no yeah, debate. he wins a ring. There's not a debate. When he passes Rodgers, I'll give you. That. I think I I will give him number of top three all time, bro. If he wins another ring, man. Yeah, if he wins another ring, I'll give you Rodgers him over Rodgers because I'm all about winning too. Like, two rings is better than one. And if the stats and stuff are basically the same, that ring is going to up your legacy. So I'll give him that. But the, by the end of the career, Mahomes is going to blow everybody's stat out the water. That's all I know. Dude, that's, crazy. Just, that's crazy. Um, next game we want to talk about is Seattle and Buffalo. Listen, bro, Seahawks, come on, man. Come on, bro. Help my man rust out, bro. This defense is horrible, bro. Throw it in the trash. It's, it's disgusting. Like It's not, like, not even disgusting. Like It's gross, bro. Like, Jamal Adams was back this week, and they still gave up. Oh, my God. It was just bad, bro. Josh Allen, I was versing him in fantasy. He destroyed me, bro. He's single-handedly the reason why I lost this week. Um, this man, Josh Allen, was just getting anything he wanted, bro. They didn't. They barely ran the ball. Devin Singletary, they're no more running back. Two carries, bro. They didn't, and he they took didn't them. Care. They disrespected the hell out of Seattle's defense. They were just throwing yeah. it wherever to whoever they wanted. Um. It was bad. It was bad, bro. It was bad. It was horrible. Um, before you knew it, I think the score was like well, twenty four to seven. Twenty four. It was bad, man. It was bad. Yeah. So yeah, that's what I'm saying. Russ, Russ uh, you you don't see him have four turnovers in a game. You don't see him throw three picks like he did against the Cardinals. He's obviously he obviously knows that he has to score basically every possession stay in the game because his defense isn't stopping anybody. Um, That defense, 
I don't even know. I feel like they're not even that bad talent wise. I don't know what it is. They had seven. It's top heavy. It's just super yeah. top heavy, bro. It's like there's no depth at all. Seven sacks yesterday, and you still allow 44 points. I don't understand that. And half those sacks came because Josh Allen was waiting for the receivers to get deeper downfield so he can make a deep throw, bro. Yeah. It's, it's like, I don't understand, man. This Seahawks team, it's, they are literally, if you take Russ out of the equation, they're losing every single game. Yep. Simple as that. That's they're right. 0-8, bro. Without There's a reason why man. their games are so close, man. The fact that they, he dropped 34 points, like, that's all Russ, man. This man had that – I think there was one throw where he just threw it in the end zone. Mm-hmm. Somebody – thank God somebody caught it. But, yeah, it, it's it's not a good look for the Seahawks, man. I would be worried if I'm a Seahawks fan. Yeah, but still, four turnovers is not – yeah. there's no excuses for that, especially and – And he was forced – he was forced yeah. too because I, I think he knew. He's like, I'm down. I might as well just throw it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, they need Chris Carson back. Too. Mm-hmm. They yeah, really they, they're too one-dimensional back. right now. Uh, it's not a good look. Um, yeah, Seahawks better get that fixed. Next game, we got to talk about the Swagmaster himself, man, Drew Locke. The man was dancing last That's week fire. after beating uh, after beating the, low, the the Chargers, man. But yeah, he came into this game. Listen, Atlanta, they're about to blow a lead. I, I was scared Atlanta was going to blow that lead in the fourth quarter, but they finally they they, they they held on. Matt Ryan played very well. Had a really good game. Uh, two eighty four, three touchdowns. I want to talk about Drew Locke though, man, because he's so inconsistent, bro. He's just—I don't understand this man. It's like not even inconsistent per game. It's like per quarter. He plays horrible one quarter, and he's like really good in the next quarter. So I don't know, man. Kenny's a big Drew Locke fan. Kenny, what what do you see out of this man, Drew Locke? I see talent, but he got to figure it out to play consistently through all four quarters. You you seen in the last two games he's able to you can't come out starting slow every game and think you're gonna come back every game. That's what it seems what they're doing. Trying to play kinda of like the Steelers, trying to play second half offense. But against good teams with good offenses, that's not gonna work. They're gonna score on you. So he gotta figure it out. The talent is there, swag is there. I think I think he'll figure it out soon. It's all part of being young. Yeah. Um I don't know, it's so weird. Uh, he, he, the last two games, he's been horrible for three quarters. And then the fourth quarter, he just turns it up, um, a lot. It reminds me a lot of Dak this year. Um, yeah, it really does. Playing, playing really does. a lot. Um, I mean, the defense isn't that great this year. Um, they're, they're absolutely eviscerated by injuries. Melvin Gordon, Melvin Gordon too, bro. That man, this man, Melvin Gordon, bro. Oh my god, I don't know what he thought he was doing holding out last year. Um, he's really not that good. Um, Drew Locke was a leading rusher, also, um, by a lot. So I mean, I, he's not really getting much help from the run game, but he definitely has some talent. Um, if he can figure out how to play better throughout the entirety of a game, I feel like the Broncos and he can be a lot better. Because the talent's definitely there. We can see it. Uh, yeah, next game, we'll talk about Las Vegas Raiders taking on Justin Herbert and the Chargers. Uh, very polished game. No turnovers by the quarterbacks or interceptions. Um, Derek Carr went through for 165 and they won the game. This game was won on the ground. Um, Josh Jacobs, 14 carries, 65 and a touchdown. Devontae Booker, 8 for 68 and a touchdown. But I want to talk about Justin Herbert, but this man looks like a veteran every single game. Uh just needs a little bit – I don't know. Like, there's like – Chargers are close every game. 
I just want to see Justin Herbert have a come from behind win or some some type of win because they're all they're either blowing leads or they're getting close and not winning. So I don't know what's happening. Yeah, they were so close yesterday. They got <laughs> on a booth review. Yeah, it was pretty dumb. Yeah. Um, Kalen Balaj, they need they need Austin Eckler back. Kalen Balaj had a nice game, but Eckler will add a whole other dimension to this. Yeah, team. in the passing game, like he's basically like he, they can throw a lot of screens to him, a lot of dump offs, and he's really elusive. I don't know when he's going to come back. I think it's going to be a while, a couple more weeks. But the Raiders, I hope they get into the playoffs. I'm rooting for them. Um, they look really They're looking good. good. They're looking good. They, they can just punch they, you in the mouth and run it right down your throat. They have some impressive wins, man. They beat the Saints. Um, Chiefs. They beat the Chiefs, too. Yeah, this Raiders team is good. And they, it's good. They're 5-3. and three. Yeah. 5-3. and three. And they're, I think they're yeah, they're, speed right now. Um, They'll lose some bad games. They'll lose to some bad teams, but they'll yeah, be really, really good teams. Anybody and lose to anybody. It just depends on which Raiders team shows up. They can score on you, even without passing the ball much. Um, they're very, they're very. Uh, they have a, they have a lot of good components for sure. Yeah. Uh, next game, we got the Dolphins and the Cardinals. One of the best games I've watched. I was flipping between this game and the Cowboys game yesterday. Uh, Tua and Kyler Murray, it looked like a college shootout, man. It looked like Oklahoma versus Alabama back in 20, I think it was what, 2018. Yes. They played in the semifinals. Mm-hmm. Um, Tua had a had a very poised game. But listen, but his escapability, I think he came into this game. He heard all the criticism from him. He heard it from Colin Coward and, like, whoever else was calling him, you know, too small or unable to, to escape. No, he cooked, bro. There's one he had he had Buda Baker on a juke move. Oh, my God. He shook him out yeah. of his shoes, bro. Uh, that was good. Tua throws some darts as well, man. He he he's very quick. Like he doesn't take time, doesn't hesitate. He doesn't have those rookie mistakes where they, you know, there's like a quick hesitation. He'll he'll throw the ball. Yeah. Take where, what he can get to. It's not like he's trying to force anything either. Very accurate. Yeah, for sure. Uh, His accuracy is something else, bro. He throws some darts. Like, like, like he he knows where to throw it. Like how to catch it and everything. Like it's really impressive. Some of like that fade yeah. in the corner of the end zone. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, and that and that Dolphins defense too, man. That uh, they have another. I think another game worth a sack or a fumble recovery for a touchdown. Um, that defense though. Listen, Cliff Kingsbury. I think one of the most important play of the game. He gave the Chase Edmonds, bro. Just let Kyler get the ball, bro. <laughs> let Kyler get the ball. Kyler was dirty yesterday, man. This man was actually having. Yeah, man. He is. He's something else, bro. Eleven for one. Think he's top five. 11 carries, 106 yards, and a touchdown. I mean, listen, that's just his rushing yards, man. He is playing like Lamar was playing last year. I think he's better than Lamar. I think so. He's throwing his way better than Lamar. He he was more polished to throw out of college. And he has a rocket. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, he's good. I think think he's top five. I think they fed Chase Edmonds too much yesterday, Mm -hmm. bro. Honestly, that's why they lost the game. They just let Kyler just do whatever because Kyler's gonna he's gonna yeah, get the ball whoever he needs. To Twenty five carries, seventy yards, and his long was six. For yeah, it was so. yeah. Um, but Tua he that was impressive for all the doubters out there. Um, that was a very impressive win. Coming to Arizona on your second start and beat a beat a hungry Cardinals team. That's that's very impressive. Um, this Dolphins team has a chance to. Win this division, or I mean, I, I think, think they'll make, make the playoffs, playoffs regardless. I... Yeah, they're gonna make the playoffs. Reg- That's gonna be crazy, man. That's gonna be crazy. Them, the Browns and the Raiders. And I know how Tua is in big games, bro. 
So I'm not. I think they could shock somebody in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Just one game. If they, we'll they're very the, op- the defense can create turnovers, and you never know if you create an early turnover against a really good team in the playoffs. Who knows, man? Because listen, all I'm saying is the if the Steelers somehow go to the, the second seed and, and then they play the Dolphins, I'll be a little scared if I'm the Steelers, man. <laughs> I would be too. <laughs> Speaking of the Steelers, we're going to the next game. Uh, Pittsburgh versus. The eight and zero Steelers, man. The eight and zero Steelers um, against the two and seven Cowboys with a fourth string quarterback. Listen, I don't know what happened, bro. I honestly don't know what I watched it, yesterday. I, I felt like I was watching like Dak and that. It was looking like a typical Dak game, um, but we had Garrett Gilbert in the lineup, and the Steelers allowed over a hundred yards rushing. Oh, man. To Tony, Tony Pollard at 57 of them, Zeke at 51. Gilbert. Gilbert. Yeah, it's... Gilbert at 20. He can move. Um, yeah, it was uh yeah, it wasn't the best, it wasn't the best game for the Steelers defense. I would say that. Um there they showed up when they needed to, but it's a it's a cowboys. I, I expected that, you know, to be the whole game. Like depleted online. Garrett, Grayson Gilbert, whatever his name is, brought no name quarterback. Embarrassing. No words. Step it up next week, bro. Yeah, Gilbert had an impressive game. Um, I mean, I don't know, bro. I don't know how. I don't even know how to explain this game. I don't know. I felt it was like a. It was a good loss for me. It was a good loss. I was like, okay, there's some hope in this team. The defense for the Cowboys really stepped up. I don't know if that was because the Steelers' offense was just lacking yesterday. I don't know what happened because. <laughs> this is that's another thing, bro. Steelers' offense, so it's so spontaneous, bro. Like you don't know mm-hmm. what you're getting with that offense half the time. It's gonna be asleep one quarter. It's like it's like Drew Lock. Like I said, you know you don't know what you're getting, especially for the running game. The run game, Ravens, for sure. Exactly, James Conner is not. I've been saying this, James Conner. He's not dynamic, decent, but he's not. He's not. He's not Le'Veon. Yeah, he's not like Le'Veon was two years, three years ago. I'll say that. This offense is not dynamic at all. We can't do any. We don't take shots down the field anymore. Ben's arm is little. You know, it's old. Yeah, but. Yeah, especially against this Cowboys secondary, I was expecting Ben to have, like have four hundred fifty yards, man. Like just yeah, absolutely. He played really well. With his elbow. Even with... he played, he played oh, well. Yeah, he but, did play but, well. He was banged up a little you know, bit too. Um, in this new age, in this new age of like you know Kyler Murray's, Russell Wilson, Lamar Jackson, Ben, when he, I'm hoping that's quarterback and dynamic, like yeah, something like yeah, that. Yeah, it came bro. down to like the last play of the game. Gary Gilbert had a good look. Um, Minko saved the game again. Same as last week. Literally looked like the same, same exact thing as last week. Uh, the Steelers play super soft, man, with like 30 seconds left. I was expecting them to play like up on the Cowboys receivers. But, yeah, Juju made a great catch on the sideline. Or not Juju. CD made a great catch to, uh, to give the Cowboys a chance. Um, the Cowboys lost his game. I think this is the – I think Gary Gilbert's going to start for the rest of the year. But uh, I don't think the Cowboys will win any more games. I think this is going to be – I'm t- I think it was more the Steelers downplaying the Cowboys and the Cowboys playing well. Actually, I will give them credit. Special teams, yeah. Cowboys special teams. John Foster, yesterday, John, yeah, John Foster from the Rams. I think, um, very clever guy, man. The Cowboys special team this year is probably the most, the best special teams I've seen. Um, you got Greg the leg four from four from the field goals, and uh, they are they're making some very clever plays. And the Steelers, they had a 15 yard penalty. <laughs> Nick they pooched it up to the one yard. Like we still got the ball to like 30. It was crazy. Man. Yeah, I think uh, the Steelers need to look for uh, Juju down the middle a little more. He's been, yeah, like work yeah, the middle of the field well. really well. Like we saw it his rookie year. A lot of his touchdowns came working the middle of the field in the slot. 
And that one drive, it was just all Juju and he scored the touchdown. So I feel like they need to build off that. And maybe um, Ben can be a little better, more consistent at least, and have that consistent target down the field. Juju's been playing last their games, like six receptions, yeah. seven receptions, nine receptions. He's been back. Like, this is the yeah. Juju we saw two years ago. So. Hey, you know you try to do the uh, – Yeah, I know. They knew that the, the Dallas Cowboys knew what he was doing, bro. They were, like, trying to follow him and stuff. I know they knew they're not taking that disrespect, but he did it at the 40. What, what was he trying, what was he he trying, trying to do? The T.O. celebration. Oh, my God. I wish I wish he did it, bro. I James saw Connor stopped Al him. Woods yeah. was running him down, bro. Bro, the Cowboys defense had some heart, though. I'll give him that, though. They had to some heart. Neville Gallimore, pretty solid, man. He got some good hits on uh, – on Big Ben yesterday, um, the thing about the, the thing about <laughs> I, like Cowboy fans, you always just need to shut up, man. They were complaining about yeah. the refs lost in this game. No, you guys are okay. Listen, the fact that you're in this game in general, like you guys are not supposed to win this game, bro. And don't blame the refs for any of this. You guys didn't close out the game. It's simple as that. That was the story of the Cowboys the entire year, the past ten years. You guys can't close out games. Don't blame the refs. Um, you had Gary Gilbert in the starting lineup. What do you expect? What do you expect? You're gonna blow up this team? No, it's not like. It's like, come on, bro. The season's over. Just give it up. It's okay, man. It's okay to give up the year. Rebuild for next year. Maybe we'll get Justin Fields. Who knows? Um, yeah, it's just you got to relax, man. got <laughs> to relax. Uh, and that now we're going to jump into our predictions for tonight. Patriots-Jets coming in like – I really don't even care about this game at all. Uh, I, think this, I think the Patriots are going to win this game. 16-3. 16-3 Patriots. Um, Jets are awful. Simple as yeah, that. This is going to be a snooze fest. Joe Flacco, uh, 20 to 6, Patriots. You know, me, me, the Jets, and the Patriots don't have good history together. Ever since last year, when I started Sam Darnold, so I'm left to go. I, I believe that I'm cursed. I think the team I pick are going to lose. So I'm going to pick the Jets <laughs> to win. <laughs> I'm gonna put the Jets to win. You you might be the you might be the only person in America who picked the Jets, man. The only person in America who picks the Jets. Don't sleep. Don't sleep. If the Jets win tonight, oh my God, Bill Belichick. I don't want to hear. Bill, listen, bro. These are the type of games Tom Brady will cook in, bro, against the division Mm -hmm. teams. Uh, yeah. Is if they lose tonight, just wrap it up. Wrap the season up. Just rebuild. Just give it up, Belichick. I'm going Jets 16 to 10. If if Cam no, can't win this game, he needs to retire. He if he can't win he this sucks. game, he needs to retire. Simple as that. Um, okay. Seven picks this year, passing. That's- yeah, he has two touching t- passing touchdowns this year. Horrible. He also has like no offense. Yeah, I know. Him, but like, so, still. seven picks to two touchdowns. That's yeah. It's not. It's not. Yeah, good. it's just it's not, not a good. good like other teams. I would. Really, I don't know. I, I still believe in him. I, I really think he's I think he's still good. I think he's good still. Yeah. But. You got to surround him. He's never had, like, he really like, good receivers, so. We'll see. You're not an MVP for no reason, bro. Like, he's not just going to spontaneously yeah, exactly. lose that talent like that. Yeah, I feel like he just needs the right team, right coach around him. I feel like I, if only they could get him some good weapons, I feel like they would be a lot better. Um, we saw what he could do against Seattle. That one. yeah, but yeah, uh, yeah. So with that, performances of the week, player, player of the week. 
Uh, let me go first. I'm gonna give it up for Dalvin Cook again. Just disgusting. That's I'm plain and simple. That's all I need to say. Yeah, I, I you can't go wrong with that. I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with uh, the Saints. Uh, the Saints defense, especially they punched uh, Tampa Bay in the mouth. They know how to beat this team. I think they know how to guard this team. They're gonna play man straight up, press up their receivers. And they're going to pin their ears back and just rush the quarterback. And um, they got to Tom Brady a lot. And that's the formula to beating Tom Brady. Get in his face. Um, hit him a little. Um, just take him off his spots. And they did a great job at doing that. So I'm going to give him the performance of the week. Uh, I'm going to give it to Tom Brady. <laughs> no, nah, I'm playing. I'm, I'm going to give it I'm gonna give it to um, Dalvin Cook. Same reason. 200, 200 yards. You can't and a touch rush touchdown and a pass touchdown, so you can't go wrong with that. He's there. If if the Cardinals won, if the Cardinals won, I might give. I would without. Oh yeah, oh yeah, he's dirty. Yeah, honorable mention two though for me. Facts. Uh, All right, well that's gonna wrap up the show. Next week there's gonna be some NBA talk because I think the draft is coming up in what two weeks from now. A lot of people been saying Lamelo number one. I guess we'll find out. I guess we'll find out. If he does go number one, I want everybody to uh, write, formally write LeVar Ball an apology because he just got his sons the number one pick and the number two. If that happens, LeVar might be the greatest uh, the greatest agent, PR, PR, whatever you want to call it, of all time because this man, wow, if he gets his kids up there, that's 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 the dad of the year, man. Dad of the century, actually. Yeah. I don't want to say you heard it here first. LaMelo is going to go to best ball. The family, yeah, and so, not hard to not hard to beat that anymore, man. It's not that hard to beat. beat we'll, see, we'll, so, see. we'll see. Oh man, that's my guy. Trace guy, Lonzo, Malcolm, but I mean, I, I like Melo too, but like I gotta stick with my guy. Hopefully, Lonzo improves this year. Um, but yeah, I'm I pray, I pray, I pray that Lamelo goes to Chicago, bro. That's my big. I don't want him to go to Minnesota. I don't want to watch any Timberwolves. And, and they're talking about the Thunder trading for. The number one pick for Lamelo too. They so got a lot of picks. We gonna stay tuned on that. You gotta, they like, got to. If that happens, bro, I'm going crazy, bro. We got a truckload of picks ready, so uh, it, I, can, it can happen, bro. Lamelo and Shay. Oh, I cannot wait for that, bro. Look at Kenny, bro. It's not gonna happen, Kenny. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to tell you, it's not gonna happen. If it does happen, no, though, not gonna let him go to OKC, bro. I pray, I pray that the, that Lamelo falls out the top five, though, man. Not even because I don't. I mean, unless it's Chicago, I don't want him going to Minnesota. He's not going to go in state. I, want him. I don't want him going to Charlotte. Lamelo's a big, big city guy, man. He needs to go to Chicago, either Chicago, New York. I won't mind him in, in DC either. But uh, yeah, we'll see what happens with Lamelo. Maybe he'll slip to thirteen and we'll play with Lonzo. Like, oh, no, 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 no. Um, yes, sir, Zion yes. was a big city guy, so he's in New Orleans. That I know. I thought I thought that NBA rigged that. So dumb. It's whatever. Yeah, they, whatever happened. Um, NBA should have gave NBA should have gave the Knicks that pick, man. Yeah. Oh, it's whatever, man. It's it's so sad how it happened, but whatever. All right, well, that's gonna wrap up the show this week. Thanks, Kenny and Stray, for being on the show, and we'll see y'all next week. Peace, you guys. Peace. See you.